by split decision. Hello, welcome to new episode number four of the Split Decision podcast. I'm Joel Flane here with Matthew Clark. Oh, How are you doing, Matthew? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you. You look a bit worse for wear. Yeah, so should we get into this? Uh, get it out of the way. Get into this story. In yeah, so obviously no one listening can see, but I've got quite a bad cut <laughs> above my eye. So basically, Friday night I went to um, went to an engagement party for, for one of my sort of oldest and, and best friends. Known each other since we were about four or five years old, um, and yeah, had a great night. Really happy for the both of them. Uh, Couldn't be two nicer people, really. So I went there with my girlfriend. Uh, finished about one, so we got a cab. Got a cab back to mine. Pulled up outside mine about half one in the morning. Uh, so my girlfriend, she'd been wearing heels all night, as they do, obviously, and uh, so her feet were killing her. So she's taking her shoes off. We got out of the cab. She says, "Oh, I ain't got my shoes on. Can you just give me a piggyback to the door?" So I said, yeah, no worries, in my, in my drunken sort of spirit. I said, yeah, that's fine, no worries. So as she's gone to jump up onto my back for the, for the piggyback, something's gone wrong. She hasn't quite landed it right, which meant I've gone uh, face first into the floor pretty much. Obviously, my, my hands are behind me trying to catch her legs. So I haven't got anything to break my fall as she's jumped onto my back. So I use my face instead. <laughs> so yeah, I've got a pretty bad cut above my eye. What I liked about that was she didn't land it well, so it was the blame fully on her. Oh, the blame is fully on her, yeah. Well, it's her fault in the first place. She suggested it in the first place. And yeah, and she didn't land it well. And yeah, she just, uh, I think it's rather than jumping up, she kind of just jumped into me, <laughs> which forced me forward. So yeah, there was... It is nasty. There's cuts on your eye, your cheek, Eye, hand, cheek, knee, hand, shoulder. Claret on a lot of the flat. Yeah, so like I said, we we got up Saturday morning, went out to Tesco's to get some uh, supplies. There was blood on, on my front door, on the wall leading up to my door. On the the uh, I was I live in a flat, so there's a secondary front door. There was blood on there. So, oh, for God's sake, <laughs> I've ruined Hannah, my girlfriend, we've ruined a coat that's covered in blood. So well, maybe that's uh, just desserts for it being her fault in the first place. Yeah, that's probably a fair comment. <laughs> but uh, I'm okay. I'm alive. I'm glad to hear it. requiring stitches or anything like that, so... Well, the good thing is you couldn't watch West Ham yesterday. So that was it, yeah, I was going to go to the West Ham game, but I was a bit worse aware, so called that off, and like you say, it was a bit of a touch in the end, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Bit of a spanking at the hands of Man City, which was to be expected. Uh, never mind. What about you, anyway? Been up so much? I went to... I had my first boxing session yesterday after my op. Yes. Six months ago. And I'm feeling it today. Had a... Very bad night's sleep, my back playing up, but uh, felt good, no ill effects on me yet. Good to get back into it. Yeah, definitely. Then I went to Ikea, put yeah. myself back down to earth, and then after Ikea, I watched Spurs versus Chelsea. Great win, wasn't it? Kind of Spurs. Very good win, very good win, we're looking good, and always good to stick it on Chelsea. Yes, then definitely. I, then, yeah. I, then I went to sleep, and then I drove to Grey's this morning. Yeah, we're in, uh, it's pretty grey, isn't it, in greys, appropriately, <laughs> today. Yeah, it is, but uh, mix up the venue. Yeah, so we're trying to last week. alternate at the moment. We were in North London last week, back yeah. to greys in uh, the depths of Essex this week. Yeah, it's not too bad, though. I like it. 
So how shall we get cracking with this, Jack? Where would you like to start? So we've got uh, USC Beijing was on Saturday, kind of lunchtime, UK time. Yeah. So I think we'll switch it up a bit this week. We'll start with a main event, if you don't yeah. mind. Um, I think, like you said before, we started recording. It's probably a good one to start this uh, new format with. Yeah, there's a few unknown We don't names. know anyone else. Yeah. So we had Curtis Blades against Francis and Garner. Curtis Blades, number three ranked. Francis, number four. Uh, I think us, amongst many other people, would probably put Blades... He's on a bit of a tear. We thought this might be a bit of a breakout win for him. Uh, obviously, Francis has been on a bit of a skid. Francis got the win in 45 seconds, stopped him, TKO. And I think both of us, we're more than happy for Francis there, aren't we? Yeah, we said it last week. Like We think the UFC was setting up Blaze here to sort of catapult him into the title picture and it's completely blown up in their face. And... We feel like Ngannou was sort of put on the scrappy far too early by fans. I've written him off as well. I'm probably guilty of it. Saying uh, he's been exposed, etc. But I'm well pleased for him to get back yeah, so, am so I. dominantly, so early. And I think he was quite uh, likeable in his post-fight interview. He seems like a really nice person, doesn't he? Obviously, he's had a bit of a tough life, to say the least, doesn't he? Exactly. Like, so all the criticism he's been getting is probably water the duck's back to him but he yeah. has said how much he's learned in the last year which is good that he's acknowledged it rather than sort of blamed others and not taken ownership of it yeah maybe like a prime example at the top of my head there would be Ronda Rousey once she exactly. got point. exposed there was no real desire to, to learn or, or change it up she just kind of thought I'll stick to what I know and it's got exposed again so I think that's a good example yeah it's just someone who's not looking at themselves and what they're mm. doing wrong sort of blaming on others definitely and then you look at Francis I think I think he's only been fighting training for like five six years which you can't really expect anyone to be that good after that long can you so the fact that he got to a title shot in the USC on his first run was impressive and then like you say he's got exposed a bit by Stipe a bit of a boring fight against Derek Lewis but I think they were both guilty in that one yeah exactly um, but yeah he's gone away Worked on his game. I would. Just, I mean, as we say he worked on his game. He didn't have to really show much grappling or anything mm. in this fight, did he? But yeah, forty-five second big right hand. Well, it was like a one-two on it, a left, left, and then a big right hand to the sort of top of the head. Yeah, you have to see it a few times. I think the left sort of set him up, and yeah, I, I still don't think the right landed as clean as I thought it did initially. It wasn't it was more clean. Left and... I don't know if that right though, when you get hit on the top of the head, is it? Does it just sort of knock your bearings out a little bit? Possibly, and, yeah. yeah. But you put him face down, arse up, and then could be an argument for an early stoppage. I personally, I don't think so. But well, at the time, I said I th- we watched it together this one, didn't we? And I thought that might be a little bit early. But I think you made a good point that because um, I was saying, well, it looked like Curtis was getting up when they stopped it, so it's difficult to stop a fight when someone's getting up to their feet. But I think you said he was only really getting up after the stoppage had come. Yeah, and I think Ngannou would have landed more. I mean, it was early. It wasn't yeah, exactly Cur- like he was knackered or anything. Curtis didn't have his, his wits about him at all, did he? So he's always going to take more punishment there, I think. So. At heavyweight as well. You don't want to take one extra shot than you should, let alone a few. So no, yeah. He's stop stoppage. And he's, he's back. Yeah, player. and he called out a few people. So he said JDS, Volkov, and then he wants a shot at Stipe after that as well. So, what do you make of them ones? Well, obviously, when you look at the heavyweight division, it's very difficult to... 
I mean, put his loss to Stipe to one side, it's difficult to say he's going to get a top shot anyway because DC's there. There's talk of Brock. There's talk of John Jones. So it's difficult to put him in there for a top shot. But I think JDS, because he's got a fight at the weekend, so it might depend on that. But JDS and Volkov, good, good, solid people to call out, I think. Yeah, they're sort of about his standing. Uh, decent stylistically as well. Both going to stand up and while he can work on his ground game, perhaps. Yeah, and I think after this win, I might fancy Francis in both of those, to be honest. I tend to agree with you. I remember when Ngana and JDS was first made, I was like, poor JDS, because he'd been knocked out a few times at that point. And I would certainly give him the winner of JDS to Avassa, which we'll get to a bit later. Yeah, I think that'd be a good one. But I think it's a kind of a blessing that Blaze lost. So it gives the heavyweight division contenders a bit of time to sort of fill out who's going to be next after the Brock Jones DC circus finishes. Yeah, well, that was the thing. If Blades did win, he was number three, so that would that would put him number two, number one. But he wasn't going to get that top shot anyway, so it would have almost been a slightly pointless win. Yeah, and he would have had to face Miocic or Velasquez or someone if he was going to come back. So, yeah, he can rebuild, though. I think he's quite young, especially for heavyweight. Yeah, he's got plenty of time on his side, hasn't he? Yeah, but good good win for Ungano right now. Definitely, yeah. Very happy for him. Well pleased. Yeah, yes. definitely. Was you moving on to the next one? Yeah, so have a look at the co-main event. Alistair Overeem against Sergei Pavlovich. So Pavlovich came in as a favourite, betting favourite, which, um, I don't know, a little bit odd. He's 12-0, and 0, unbeaten. Against Overeem, you know, maybe his chin's in, in question at the moment. He's obviously suffered millions of knockouts, isn't he? Which is <laughs> it's crazy that he's still in and going, really. But, uh, yeah, so Alistair overcame the odds, got the win, stopped him in the first round. Yeah, it was quite brutal ground and pound, wasn't it? I it mean, was. it started off quite well, Pavlovic. Yeah, they had it some good shots, didn't they? Yeah. Obviously, anything can happen in this division, but... Yeah, so I think Overeem took him down, a bit of an outside uh, sort of leg trip there, wasn't it? And that was kind of all she wrote, really. I think he showed his quality. Experience. Ground. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But very good stoppage. Um, he's back as well, he says. The ring is back. Everybody's back in the heavyweight division. Yeah. Who would you like to see him fight? Well, it's difficult to say where he goes from here now, I think, over him. Uh, you know, I don't want to bang on about it again, but title shot's probably out of the question. So one I wouldn't mind seeing is uh, Alexei Olenek. I think that'd be quite an interesting matchup. I mean, you'd probably favour over him just because pure sort of uh, experience, the level that he's fought at for so long. But I think Alenic's um, dangerous, obviously, with his grappling. Will he be able to take over him down? Maybe not. But uh, once he gets to the floor, we've seen that he can submit people even when he's mounted. So I think it'd be interesting stylistically. Um, and I can't see you throwing over him against anyone in the top five, to be honest. He can't fight Francis again. No, he's fought Miocic and lost. Fought Francis and lost. Fought Blades and lost. I think... Um that would be a good matchup. Old school style stand up versus grappler. But I think if Kane comes back, that'd be a good warm up or sort of tune up fight for Kane. I think uh, we should have seen it about five or six years ago before Bigfoot upset uh, Overing that time. I think that'd be an interesting matchup. If not, I think you're right. I think a good, good fight would be against Olenek. 
Or even Holonik against Ngannou, we said would be quite interesting as well. Yeah, again, another another difference in styles. Yeah, I'd fancy Ngannou massively, but it still tests his ground game somewhat, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think Falenia gets in any kind of clinch with you. He's looking to put that um, Ezekiel on him straight away to, from the standing position, really. Yeah, I mean, he's not got a fight booked, is he? Or anything? Not at all. I don't believe so. No. So it could be one to make for either of those, like you say. So I think on that, I think Ringano versus. Who have we got? Olenek or JDS or Tuavasa? Yeah, maybe there's a couple of people fighting this weekend, depending on the outcome of that. Yeah. Could get some decent knocks in there. It's interesting that their timings will be so favourable as well, one week out of each other, depending on if it's a war or not next week. Yeah. Fast is obviously good to go now. Yeah, didn't take any damage at all, did it? No. He uh, yeah, got it done quickly. So, what else do we have to talk about in Beijing? So, it was only a four-fight main card. Um, so, before that one, <clears throat> this is quite a, got a bit of a prodigy here. His name's Song Yadong. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a joke in there somewhere, but I'll leave that for someone else. So, he's fighting uh, Vince Morales. So, I think, I'm pretty sure it's a de- uh, UFC debut for Morales. Uh, I think the same can be said for Yadong. He's a 20-year-old fighter. Uh, he's already had 19 fights. He was the more experienced fighter in this, which is, I know, and apparently used to lie about his age to actually get competitive fights <laughs> as he was coming up. Because I think, and to be honest, he looked good. Uh, he's pretty impressive. Kung Fu Monkey. Good nickname. Is, is his I like nickname. Um, and then, yeah, he won by unanimous decision. Pretty, I don't know, I'm not going to say it's an easy fight, but easy win for him, but... Um, I'd say he don't want to hate it. He won all three rounds. Morales looked good. He looked like he's got potential. Obviously very fresh, very green. But, um, yeah, Yadong had enough there. <laughs> Great name. I've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else on the Beijing one? So then just before that, Li Jingliang against David Zavada. Oh, yeah. Obviously Zavada's a bit of a, a, bit of a legend on the European scene, him and his brother. Um, but, yeah, Jingliang, the leech, he got the win there. Um, yeah, probably just a little bit better all round. So yeah, decent win. Decent. Obviously, it's always good to get some uh, hometown favourites win on the on in their hometown. Yeah, always up to the up to the atmosphere a bit. Yeah, exactly. But um, I think we should also mention going back to the Blaze and Garner fight. Um, Curtis Blaze entrance music. It was a strange one, right? It was I don't strange, know exactly yeah. what it was. It was like some uh, some Euro trance type dance music, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, I mean, we were saying like, what the? <laughs> we're waiting for it, the beat to drop or something else to come in, and it's just full on. Yeah, well, uh, dance music. without getting too uh, stereotypical, he's an African American man from Chicago. It's not the <laughs> it's not the type of music you really associate, but. Uh, no, it was more sort of Crocop-esque. Yeah, it was a bit strange. Set the, set the time for his performance a little bit, really, didn't it, as well? Maybe that's it. Mix up the music, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get something a bit more uh, aggressive next time. <laughs> really. But on that note, on that important note, we will wrap up Beijing, Wrap up Beijing, I think, there. Yeah, I think that's enough. Decent card, like we say, but, uh, yeah, nothing to blow your socks off, really. Some good wins, but... We also had, over the weekend, Chuck Liddell against Tito Ortiz... Oh hotly anticipated fight I think uh, fair to say we're all looking forward to this one well I was actually sort of really sort of interested to see how it would work out I was just intrigued to see how Chuck would look more than anything else and 
not great. He looked... It was really bad to watch. And I mean, what's even more concerning is I think he thinks he was going to be like he used to be. I think he thought he had a chance, didn't he? And he was... So them warm-up videos, them open workout videos, seems to have been his actual... A pretty accurate uh, representation yeah. of where he's at, where he's at at the moment. I mean, it? it was a brutal knockout as well. It's not like... Well, I just don't, I don't really understand. I mean, everyone's had their say on this. It's, it's so strange. But you look, he was getting knocked out towards the end of the career when he was, not in his prime, but when he was still fighting, he was just getting murked, yeah, for, yeah. for lack of a better word. Yeah, it's such a shame. Why, why anyone thought he was going to be different this time now that he's in his 50s or whatever he is? I've got no idea. Against an active Tito Ortiz. Yeah, I mean, Tito looked like he'd won a world title at the end. You'd have thought he'd have beaten John Jones or something, the way he celebrated. Yeah, I get it that he he's had these two losses and the animosities on there for years, but come on, let's be realistic who you've beaten and at what stage of his career is at. Yeah, it's not that impressive. It's not really, two and one it? to Chuck. It's two to point five. You know what I mean? It's half the man he was back then. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's right. Oh, I did like seeing the old Iceman shorts versus the Flames of T.O. That was the only thing I think I could take from it that looked, gave me a bit of nostalgia. But yeah, I'd, I'd like to see that back in the UFC, to be honest. I'm not, not the biggest fan of having a uniform that everyone has to wear. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, I think they're getting better with the colours they have and stuff. But Definitely. If you look at like Krokop's legendary shorts and stuff, then you wouldn't be able to have them. Well, it helps. It's iconic. It helps to build up the personality of a fighter as well, isn't it? You can actually get a little bit of an insight into their mind a little bit with I know it's not sound silly but with the shorts they wear they can imprint their personality on that and then you might find something like oh I like I like those shorts or whatever and it kind of it buys you into it a little bit doesn't it whereas where they're all wearing the same stuff you know you've got no taste of what what they really like no exactly it's particularly in this era as well where everyone's sort of hamming up their personalities and stuff and what better way to do it than in the actual octagon Expressing your sort of creative sort of side. Yeah, I agree. But uh, yeah, going back to the fight, I really hope that's the end of these legends' fights in terms of people who are past it. I mean, I don't mind seeing someone like Vitor Belfort, who's just retired, fight someone of a similar stature, but coming out after what nine years. Yeah, I think really it's a bit of a it's sort of done then. it's like a crime against humanity, really, isn't it? Bringing Chuck back after all that time, it's just no point, really, was it? I mean, he was slurring and seemed uh, punch drunk before, and has done for a while. The one clean knockout, what's that going to do even more? It's just not worth it long term. I mean, I feel for him because that's all he knows to fight. Well, it must be that case of like that is all he knows. That's his life. Yeah, he loves it and his mind still loves it and his, his body's just it can't keep up anymore nah it's amazing how much he's lost in terms of speed and yeah. just general coordination and Tito looked good in great shape but hopefully he calls it a day as well because yes he won by knockout but that's by no means putting him in any kind of sort of contention no it's, it doesn't mean anything does it at all and I think because Chuck looks so bad I think maybe they 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 sold they sold some of the whatever the pay per views whatever you want to call it because of the intrigue factor. What is Chuck going to look like? But that question got answered uh, emphatically. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, I don't see how you can uh, how you're ever going to convince anyone to watch something like that again. Really, I think the only option is like say people like Belfort 
or Shogun or whoever, recently retired people. Yeah. I think there's a market there for that, but not for people like Chad Liddell. You know, what are you going to do, bring Forrest Griffin back next? Yeah. It doesn't make sense, does it? Yeah, exactly. So I, mean, I think he's probably done Tito more harm than good, to be honest. I mean, he hasn't really come across well there, being an upper. No. Oh, but obviously, he's going to, he's agreed to fight him, so he's going to knock him out. So I thought his reaction was a bit much. It's a bit much. I think obviously it meant a lot to him, but. Yeah, I can understand it, but it did sit well, wouldn't it? No, no. If I'm honest. And I think that, that's it for Golden Boy. I mean, I can't, I don't understand the numbers and stuff, and they're obviously not out. No, God knows. I mean, I guess it depends. If, if they made a decent, uh, decent amount of money there, they might look to do it again. If it's kind of the juice wasn't really worth the squeeze, then they probably will sack it off. But you yeah, said it last week, innit? Like, unless you get the big names, I can't see it being a format that's going to work. No, I mean, if you looked One at the undercard, if you looked at the undercard there, if you didn't have Chuck versus Tito, then it's like, who on earth is going to pay any money it's for that? It's like a boxing card. You pay for the main event. That's it. And if you're going to do it with two old lads that's going to win like that next time, no one's going to tune in. No, no. one's going to turn up. No. And I mean, I think I did see that. I think the pay per view started off at like fifty quid, six or fifty dollars, sixty dollars, something like that. I think by the time the fight came around, you could you could buy it for like eight ninety nine pounds. Yeah. Which pissed off if you bought it for fifty, right? Oh, you got it. I doubt they're refunding you either. Nah. But nah, let's, we'll see what happens with that. I, I did say last week I thought it'd be one and done. It's like you said last week as well, though, that it gives them an option, which is good. Yeah. But whether it's an, a, a sustainable format to be putting on MMA cards remains to be seen. Yeah, and you kind of feel like you've got almost got to save them from themselves sometimes, these fighters, haven't you? Yeah, it just seems so greedy, just like using Chuck for his name. He's clearly sort of a bit delusional about what he can achieve. And Golden Boy has gone in there and thrown him to the walls pretty much. Yeah, I think that's probably pretty accurate, to be honest. They used him a little bit, didn't they? They used his name. Did you see the pre-fight conference? I I put it on and I was kind of watching like, what on earth is going on here? And I, he, I had to turn it off. I couldn't watch it anymore. Yeah, I watched a sort of 90 second highlight thing just before. And he introduced him as Chuck Lydell. He just didn't know what he was talking about at all. He was too busy telling the room how cold it was in there. Yeah, it was <laughs> weird, wasn't it? The whole thing was just weird. Yeah, I mean, it's good to see other people try and stuff, but... Maybe we're used to such a standard format and way of promoting things that we're being a bit harsh. Possibly, but yeah, it was pretty rubbish. Yeah. So I think we'll move on with that, to be honest. Yeah, you sure? I think so. I think that's <laughs> enough, yeah. I mean, uh, it's been... We a talked longer than the fight actually last week. Yeah, I think we did. Um, it's been a bit of a quiet week uh, in MMA news. One yes. One big announcement we got: we got Israel Adesanya against Anderson Silva, uh, UFC two three four in Australia. Is that one? So I think that's going to be a, a good good fight. Uh, I think it's a in, a in a similar sort of vein with Chuck versus Tate. I think uh, Silva's going to be a little bit of a lamb to the slaughter in this one. I think they're probably uh, giving Adesanya a bit of a marquee name in his home country. Probably a re- regulation victory for him. Um, so yeah I think they're trying to use this to build Adesanya up but listen it's going to be a decent fight isn't it well stylistically it's just quality just a perfect strikers match up um, how do you think it's going to get done then do you think he knocks him out I think Adesanya destroys him to be honest yeah I think 
Pro- it's not going to be main event, is it? I don't think. No, you got Whitaker Gaslam. So it'd be three rounds. Yeah. So I'd be tempted to say maybe a decision. Silver usually hangs in there, doesn't he? If it was five rounds, I'd probably say uh, Addison is stoppage. But I mean, listen, Addison he just seems to be getting better and better every time he fights. So if he continues on that progression, it could well be an early finish. Yeah, I think it's a very interesting fight. I think that because a few years ago, Prime Silver versus Adesanya would be like a dream matchup, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be but amazing. I think Silver has lost a step or two and he fought for, when did I say, February 2017? Yes. I think similar to the chocolate there one, like you said, he probably thinks he's a bit quicker than he actually is and I think he might get caught. Uh and then just get knocked out maybe late in the third round. I don't think Anderson is losing that, no chance. No, I can't I can't see any way Silver's gonna win that fight. No. Um I don't know, could he get a triangle off his back, something like that? Maybe, but it's a bit of a long shot, isn't it? Would you like to see him get another win or are you looking for the new breed? No, I'm I'm fully behind the start the last star I think it's amazing. Yeah. I mean it's good because the title he wants is on that card as well. Win that, win that is Easy matchmaking. Calling out if he then, gets yeah. a win. And uh, let's say Whitaker wins. Whitaker against Adesanya is huge for that part of the world, isn't it? They, they, could, they could even go back to Australia. Oh, they have to. You, yeah. You've got to do that in Australia. Yeah, you have really. Do you know what I mean? Let's imagine like, back in the day, Dan Hardy and Paul Daly, I know they were training partners, but as an example, imagine them two were champion and the main challenger, and then you did it in... New York, it wouldn't make any sense. No. You'd have to do it in Nottingham. So I think you have to do that fight in Australia. Obviously, depending on how the fight goes. But that's a uh, that's a great fight. I'll, I'll fair dues to Silver for stepping up. You don't need that fight. No, he must Does know it? he's uh, up against it. But he must think he's got another t- chance at a shot. Here, he's been out for a while. The hunger's there. I think. Yeah, and look, you've always got a shot, haven't you? It's Anderson you've Silver, got, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> like, people forget very quickly what he's capable of. The highlight real knockouts. Yeah, and then you look at, you know, Francis as, a, as an example at the weekend. Yeah, we wrote him off a year ago. He was the scariest man on the planet. Yeah, and then he was just a bum. Yeah. And now he's back again with a win. Exactly. I mean, MMA maths doesn't work, but if you look at the last fights for each of them both Brunson Silver won a dodgy decision Adesanya just put a masterclass on Brunson so if you're going by that which you shouldn't but I thought it would be an interesting point to make no I think I think, yeah. there's, I think there's a bit of weight behind that yeah. just that you can't discount it completely like say MMA maths is what it is but I think that's a bit of that's a decent indicator there yeah I mean I think I've Love seeing these new talent come through, and he looks special, doesn't he, Adesanya? He looks really special. And you'd have to fancy him against the winner of Gaslam, Whitaker. But I think, like we said before, though, Whitaker is one of the most underrated geezers out there. But Adesanya, he's got it all, so. But yeah, great fight. I don't know if it's official, but I think. I think it is official. Is it official? I'm pretty sure it's official, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, we like that one. That's it as a main event, but. Yeah, I think That's five rounds would be interesting, yeah. but yeah, yeah, like I say, a bit greedy. It's good to see it. Anyway, shake or form. Talking of Australia, it's part of the 
jam-packed weekend coming up. Yeah, so we've got fights, uh, fights even. We've got fights this Friday and on Saturday. Uh, I think we did Vegas on Friday. Yeah. For the Tough 28 finale. It certainly is. I mean, I can't say that I've been watching Tough. I haven't done for years. I can't remember the last Tough I watched, if I'm being honest. That was the last one I watched. I, lo- I watched the one... Is it the one with McGregor, maybe? Yeah, who was he up against? It was Faber, yeah. randomly. It was yeah. like Europe versus America. Yeah. The Art on Loboff and all that. But yeah, maybe that's what turned me off tough, having to watch McGregor. <laughs> yeah, McGregor's number one fan, aren't you? Yeah, not, I wouldn't say I'm number one fan. <laughs> but anyway, digress. <coughs> tough finale on Fridays. A couple of decent fights on there. You've got some um, London representation. Darren Stewart. The dentist. The dentist. Great name. It's in the top five pound for pound best names, I think. It's up there. It is up there. It's no tractor or it's a kung fu monkey, but kung fu monkey. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> but uh, the dentist is in action against Edmund Shabazian. Shabazian, yeah, something like that. I had a little look at him. He's from the Dana White Contender series. Don't really watch that, but he looked good. Uh, Stuart against Charles Bird last time out on the Till Woodley card, I think it was. Yeah. So. Big up Darren Stewart, representing London. Get it done. Put another beating on these lads. Yeah, and I fancy him in this one. He looked really good, didn't he, in the yeah. last fight? Yeah, I think, I think he'll have more than enough. Yeah, I think, um, obviously, we don't know much about this Edmund, but rooting for Stewart. Yeah, so put our support out there for the dentist. Call the dentist. So we've got a uh, decent main event, actually, on this one. Yeah, I like this one. We've got RDA against uh, Kamaro Usman. I don't know, is this a little bit of a title eliminator? Or is it not quite? Well, it's a tough division, isn't it? There's a lot of muddy waters. Mm. Asker and Lawler are fighting. Colby's going to fight Woodley. Um, what else is there? Till. Well, Till, maybe. He might still be in there. I think. Ponsonibio, haven't we? I forgot about him. Of course, yeah. Um, about him. I think the winner of this will fight in a number one contender fight next. Right. I don't think this is enough considering RDA lost his last one to uh, Colby he never really got going in that pretty, really. pretty, pretty handy defeat wasn't it yeah I like Usman here do you yeah I think a decision I think he'll just shut him down I don't think it'll be particularly exciting I think at times RDA will, will have his moments I don't think it'll be 5 nothing round wise no maybe 3-2 maybe 4-1 but his striking isn't great Usman but he's I think his wrestling might be too much. I think he's a lot bigger. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit on the fence. I'd like to see RDA win. Okay, why is that? Just, I just, yeah, I just like him. I just like his personality. <laughs> I, like, I like the way he fights. He's well rounded. He's good on the ground. He's good on his feet. Had a little bit of bad luck. Maybe he hasn't got the rubber to green along the way. But um, yeah, I can't recall really this one. He is more exciting, no doubt. Yeah, but. I think Usman will uh, Usman him. Yeah, I think, you know what I mean. I think that's a fair shout, to be honest. Yeah, I, it, it could be boring at times. I don't really have an affiliation to either, so I'm hoping just for a good, good scrap, good tear up, and then perhaps the winner gets I don't know, positive or something like that. Yeah, have one contender. Possibly, shot. possibly. Yeah, Stephen Thompson needs a fight. Who knows? Yeah, I mean RDA. Just look at his number three right? So. I just can't see him getting a shot at any time. So good from his defeat to Colby. It's the only thing. Yeah. So, so yeah, it'd be an interesting one. So that's Friday night. 
Saturday night, we've got Adelaide fight night. Some uh, hometown favourites on this card. There is this sort of like a triple main event, isn't it? It is a bit, yeah. I think it's actually a really good card. Yeah, it is. I think it's always pumping in uh, Oz, isn't it? Mm. But should we start with the main event or do you want to work your way up? Mm, no, we'll start with the main event, I think. Yeah. JDS against Tyre Tuabasa. So this one's even more highlighted after Ngannou's call-out. We think that he should fight the winner of this, perhaps. I think that makes sense. Time-wise, rankings-wise. Yeah. It's an interesting fight. It Again, is. Heavyweight, it's difficult to tell who goes in and someone could knock someone out in five seconds, someone could... Anything can happen. Yeah. Obviously, JDS is a bit of a veteran. Two of us is on the way up. Difficult to call. I mean, can you make a prediction with this one? I mean, I would like. I, I love JDS. He, he seems like just such a nice guy. Yeah. It's like a well, nice bloke. Two of us, on the other hand, is not not a nice bloke. He's a bit leery. Does a shoey, cracking personality. Yeah, I don't know if you ever saw him on the um, uh, Brendan Sharp podcast, where it blowed a bell. He had uh, two of Asa and Pedro in. And they, they seem like good lads. Yeah. Like they are uh, like real sort Fun of... Fun uh, loving. Yeah, definitely. Love a beer. I think that a quality addition to sort of the upper echelons of the uh, division. Just someone who's just going to neck a beer after winning like, a title or something. Yeah. Great, it? It's a bit more uh, a bit more sort of working man's really, isn't it? Like, uh, Proper Aussie. Yeah, you go in there, you have a tear up and then you neck a load of pints <laughs> when you come out. It's like, it's like Friday nights down pubs in England. Really, yeah. <laughs> I've never had it out of shoe though. No, I'm not the uh, too keen on doing a shoey. Out of someone else's shoe as yeah. well in the crowd. You I know think they, I mean? they they sent a spit in it as well before, which. And it's a, not a delicacy you get in no, Grays and North London. I think. I'll stick to pint glasses. Mm. I think. But back to the prediction. I like JDS in it. I think it's definitely difficult to look past JDS. I think two of us are looked. He, he answered a lot of questions with his gas tank against Arlovsky in his last fight and went the whole way and he won. I just think JDS is a bit, a bit too experienced. It's firing rounds. Yeah, well, I can't see two of us are taking him down. And you know how good JDS is on his feet, so... It's just if his chin holds up. Yeah. JDS. But I could see two of us are getting tired, perhaps. Yeah, possibly. JDS has done five rounds. Plenty of times. I think I'd quite like to see two of us a win just to get a bit of new blood up there. I agree. I do agree. Because, I mean, what what is the point of really JDS winning? Apart from, obviously, you know, he's a fighter and he wants to win, but <laughs> it doesn't really do much, does it, if you, you've got to throw another veteran back into the mix again? No, but, like, they can't make matches just to try and pick who wins and things like that. No, of course. You've you got to do it on merit, haven't you? And I think it's a cracking fight, really. Yeah, but it is. I'm, personally, I'd pick JDS, but don't. Would not be surprised if Tuavasa bam bam bans him out. Alright, you go for JDS, I'll have Tuavasa in that one then. Cool, I think. then. So we have How? KO. No, I'll go decision. No, that's just five rounds, isn't it? <laughs> it's not going five rounds, I don't think. Yeah, I'll go with the finish. Okay. TKO. So I've gone with JDS UD. Okay, so literally, as I just said, it's not going to a decision. You've gone for a decision. Listen, I won't go the opposite of you. <laughs> so, uh, we'll stick with that. Okay, yeah. Happy with that one. Co-main. Co-main. Another good one. It is, yeah. A similar vein to the, to the main event. Shogun against uh, Tyson Pedro. Brazil v Oz. Brazil v Oz. Veteran against uh, up-and-comer. I thought Shogun's looked 
pretty decent in, in recent times. Yeah. Uh, obviously, getting older. But uh, still putting in decent performances. It's just that last one, isn't it? But you thought it might be the end. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I probably, having said that he's looked decent in recent times, I do think Pedro will get the win here. How do you think he's going to get it done? Well, yeah, probably. I don't know. I'd probably lean towards a decision victory. Yeah. Um, he's got plenty of subs, Tyson Pedro, but I can't see him submitting uh, Shogun. No. I think both have got a bit of a so-so record recently. I mean, Shogun was looking at a title shot before his last one against Smith. This is the hard one to pick, I think. Again, I'd like to, to see... One of the old guard get the win. I'd also like to see the new guard be catapulted into sort of a bit more stardom. I think that Shogun will win from a from behind Tico winning round three. Interesting. Yeah, I think he'll be in trouble early, and I think you might get the knockout in the third round. Just that experience, that ability to stay calm, weather the storm. Yeah. Know that you've been here before. How to get out of it if it might come pay dividends in the end. Yeah, I think he's just in his nature, isn't it? He's another one of those who's just likeable. Yeah. So it'd be nice to see him get a win. But like you say, don't do much for the division. You need these young guns and they're heavyweight, light heavyweight. Love yeah. to see Pedro get the win. But yeah, it'd be good to see Pedro move up and then maybe form a bit of a rivalry with Smith in that division there. Some, some young blood. Well, like you could give Johnny Walker the winner of this. Of course, Johnny Walker as well. Yeah, we forget. Future champ. Yeah, future champ. But... Yeah, that's a good fight. Who are you going with? Pedro? I'm going Pedro. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a good one. I like these fights where you don't know who's going to win at all. Yeah, definitely. There's no pick and fight. I can't see either of these two. Well, main event could get a bit boring if they both guess, but I can't see that light weight being boring. No, at not at all. all. Not at all. Well, plenty of action there. Plenty of action in the next one and all, I think. Yeah, this is another decent fight. Isn't it? Well, more than decent, probably. Mark Hunt was a big, pretty Justin Willis. Yeah, big, pretty. He's big and he's pretty. No, I'll leave that for you to say. <laughs> Two big monsters in. Yeah. I can't see Mark Hunt not winning this fight at all. No, I think can't. this is a retirement fight in Australia. No way, I don't think. I don't think Justin Willis has got enough in general to beat Mark Hunt. Do you think he's been brought in for that reason? Obviously, it's heavyweight. Like. Possibly. I mean, maybe, but I don't think the UFC are looking to do Mark Hunt any favours on that note. Yeah. So, maybe not. But, uh, yeah, I see Mark Hunt walk off KO, probably. I like Britain walk off KO as well. Yeah. I think he's going to go out, walk out into the sunset. With a bang. With a walk off classic. Oh, he's a legend, isn't he? I'd, I'd, I'd like to see it, yeah. You cannot not like Mark Hunt can you yeah I mean I've not read his book but apparently it's just harrowing some of it some of the shit he's been I think he had a bit of a rough childhood yeah I need to sort of get that read under my belt to be honest but um, I think we'll get into it next week perhaps about his career yeah definitely we can have a, a little bit more look into it then but like you say yeah you can't not like him Super Simone fights anyone and the story of his contract saying they could pay him off for his contract and he went no I want to fight my contract through and then got wins and got an interim title shot off the back of it. Just a proper fire. Yeah. Just a ledge. Yeah, no, old I'm, school. De- I'm definitely pulling for Mark Hunt in that one, and I think he will get the job done. Yeah, I believe so. So, out of that triple main event, I've gone with JDS, Mark Hunt, and uh, Shogun. Yeah, I'm going, the to, old guard. I'm going two of that side, Pedro. 
and Mark Hunt, so I'm going for leaning towards the new guard a little bit there, apart mm. from Hunt, obviously. It's uh, Aussie heavy. Yeah, why not? Why yeah. not, eh? In their own country. So, any more on there? We've got Paul Craig fighting. Yeah, so just, the just give a mention to Paul Craig. He's up against Jim Crute in that one. Um, as we saw Paul Craig fight in USC London last year. Yeah. Well, you saw the whole thing. I nipped out for a wee just before Paul Craig got that <laughs> last-minute submission. I mean, he looked like on hiding to nothing. Just like regulation 30-27 yeah. and then, yeah. whoop, up it goes, the uh, triangle. I know. It was, I've seen, I've seen uh, replays since. Obviously, I missed it at the time, but... Saved his career a little bit with that performance, or with that win, at least. Yeah, definitely. I think he would have been cut, and I think he said he would have retired. Yeah. So, great so, story. He's fighting a local. Don't know much about him, Jim Crute. No, I think uh, Paul Craig's the favourite in this one. Uh, obviously, we're all he's Scottish, but uh, not that that's a bad thing. <laughs> but uh, he's British. That's what I'm getting at. So, we're always going to be rooting for him, aren't we? And, uh, yeah, I fancy him. Do you? I think yeah. so. Yeah, I fancy oh, Paul Craig yeah, to, no, no, to win I'll that one. Big him up. Like I don't know much about the other fella, but I think his ground game should hopefully sort of pay dividends, get a win, then hopefully he moves onwards and upwards and uh, make a good career out of it. Yeah, hopefully get another few years in the UFC. Yeah, Be good to see, wouldn't it? I mean, I can't see him fighting for a title or anything like that. But like anyway, say it every week. Yeah, if those top three leave, three wins in a row, and then. You're up there, aren't you? Exactly. Yeah. So, big up Paul Craig. Yeah, shout out Paul Craig. Go on, son. Get that W. All right. Anything else you want to chat about on uh, Australia or the tough card or anything like I that? I think that probably uh, wraps up the MMA for this coming weekend. But there is also an interesting uh, boxing match. Just go slightly off topic. Boxing match, is that the term? Boxing match? Yeah, it is a match, isn't it? I would. It does sound strange when people say yeah, it. When people say MMA match, it does sound weird. But what what else is it? It's a fight. It's yeah, a boxing fight. A boxing fight, I guess. But yeah, match. Yeah, it is a boxing match. It's a boxing match. Yeah, like a wrestling match. Yeah, we'll go with match. A football match. Anyway, <laughs> it is the Gypsy King Tyson Fury against Deontay Wilder. Uh, Las Vegas is this one. This is in uh, California. I think. California. Um, so this, I mean, been a lot of hype in the build-up, a lot, a lot of back and forth. Obviously, um, Deontay Wilder's a bit of a character, but not in comparison to Tyson Fury. Nah, Tyson Fury's just one of the big sporting personalities. I love him so much. I love Tyson Fury, yeah. <laughs> I think he's brilliant. Just everything about him. Everything about him, yeah. Singing in the ring to his wife after the... Uh, Klitschko win um, yeah. turned up just as Batman yeah and then I don't know if you heard uh, heard him on Rogan Did. and it was such a sort of inspirational moment really but what he's been through you know he almost sort of thought about killing himself to open up and to, to to have the balls I guess really to open up he's he's not worried about looking weak or anything like that and he's, he's come out and you know did a bit for it's quite a good thing for like mental health in general, I guess. I think, yeah, really good point. I think by him doing that, well, he hasn't lost the world title, but he is the former world heavyweight boxing champion, a giant of a man. And if someone is sort of suffering in silence, listening to Rogan, I think, hang on a minute, if he feels like I felt like that before and it strikes a call with them, 
he's done his job, hasn't he? And massive, I mean, yeah. obviously on Rogan's, you've got such a vast sort of audience you're reaching out to as well. Yeah, I think it's millions, isn't it? Every week. Yeah, one of the biggest podcasts. Yeah. And by him just letting it all out on there, I mean, I don't think Rogan barely got a word in. He just literally, it was, it was like he was talking to a yeah. therapist or was, something. He was, was letting it all out. It was an amazing listen. I think it was an hour and a half long. Weren't long enough for me. It I wasn't long enough. No, day. I could listen to him all day because he, he's um, he's funny. He's a laugh. He does outlandish things, but he's also got his head screwed on, and yeah. he talks really well. And he's he's intelligent. He's a smart, smart man, you know. And it was just yeah, really great listen. And I you know I don't know him obviously on a personal level, but I'm always glad to see someone that can sort of turn their life around like that. Yeah, I like seeing people do well, but I prefer it, like, I prefer it but I like it. Seeing someone who's done well and then sort of kind of let it go a bit and then come back again, a nice comeback story is just always... Yeah, it's endearing, isn't it? Yeah, brilliant to watch. And Yeah, I think it was interesting the points he was making about getting over his depression was just mindset and setting goals and things, doing it a bit differently. And yeah. I think a lot of people could take a lot of... Sort of stuff from that. I think that's definitely a good point. You've got to kind of, uh, you've got to kind of set yourself goals along the way, haven't you? Because I guess you, if you were having those sorts of troubles, you might look at anything right. I'm unwell. I need to get well. And what Fury was saying is, you're going to have to set yourself some little uh, incremental mm. stages in between that before you get well. You've got to set goals. You've got to achieve them. You've got to keep going, I guess. And yeah, I think it's a great lesson, great bit of advice, great story for anyone out there who may be struggling. I think it also helped for people who are just generally in a bit of a circle going nowhere anyway. Yeah, maybe just a just little bit of goals. If the big goal might be unachievable, or you at least think it might be unachievable, to be saying if you set little goals, little goals, little goals, little incremental goals, you'll eventually sort of find yourself in, actually, without knowing it, you've gone so far without even realising it, and you are closer to that goal than... You actually thought Yeah, it. definitely. So maybe, yeah, maybe in general, it's just, it's good advice for life. Yeah. No, he was brilliant on there. And uh, I would want nothing more than to see him beat the shithouse. <laughs> well, if, that, if we look at the fight itself, it is a really, really, really interesting fight. There's so many, well, not so many, but there's, there's a few different outcomes that are equally possible. Obviously, Wilder's got that, that wild, crazy power and knocks everyone out, but Fury just outboxes everyone, doesn't he? His footwork, his speed is unreal. But what's it, six, nine, mm. was it six, nine, yeah, something like that. So I think this is a really interesting fight on a personal level. I want Fury to win, like you say. Uh, and then if I look at the fight itself, I think Fury will win. Yeah, I mean, I'm not as much of a boxing fan as I am an MMA fan I haven't seen seen most of Fury's uh, recent fights Wilder not so much speaking to my physio who's a massive boxing fan he says Wilder's pretty much losing all of his fights until he lands that big one yeah he doesn't box per se he's just hoping to land it mm, but it's, it's bomb it, win, it, it works I think he's like I was like, what is it, like 37 and 0 or something crazy like that and like 36 knockouts, something Has he something ever landed a Hail Mary KO on someone as big as Fury at all? Not, no. Uh, While having to chase him around for 30 minutes mm-hmm. or whatever it's going to be, Fury moving, 
I don't think he will. Not that big, no. He had a, I think it's Lewis Ortiz, uh, was beating him up for quite a few rounds. Yeah. He's smaller than Ortiz, he's like a, he's a bit like, like the tractor that we saw fight last Stocky. week. Yeah, he's yeah. like that, he's a Cuban. He's obviously got great pedigree and he was he was kind of piecing Wilder up for much of the fight. And Wilder came back with a massive shot and finished him. But I think Fury is a, he's another story altogether, really. Like I say, the size uh, and that ability to stand on the outside and just jab your face off, really. And then, like I say, for 30 minutes, Wilder's going to have to chase him round if he wants to do anything. Yeah. Because Fury's, Fury's not going to come forward. I wouldn't have thought Fury's going to be tactical and he's going he's gonna to outbox him. So whether, whether Wilder can do it, we don't know. This is, this is his first chance to, to show that he is the real deal. I don't think he's got enough. Okay, that seems like a fair assessment to me. Yeah, I mean, like I say, I'm not an expert, but well, you're uh, a fan, you you watch boxing enough, yeah. and Wilder and Fury enough to make an educated prediction. I think yeah, I think it's probably an educated guess, an educated prediction. Uh, I think Fury will have enough. I mean, you look at his two comeback fights, pretty pretty pointless, really. I think it was just uh, ring time, wasn't yeah, it? just just a case of getting back in the ring under the lights. I think, um, so with Fury, if you're basing it on like historical performances, you would pick Fury, which is what you've done. Yeah. But the big question mark is the timeout, isn't it? Yeah. That is the, the X factor. I think Fury wins that fight all, all day long. Had he been active? Had he been active. Say this fight happened after the Kitschko fight, and he hadn't ballooned up, hadn't gone through all that. Turmoil. Yeah, he probably would have dominated massively, yeah, wouldn't he? he would pick him. So, it's quite a hard one to pick in that sense. But I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go with a fury. I'm going to go with a decision. Yeah, I think that's uh, likely. I can't see him knocking Wilder out. I don't think that's really his game. But, um, yeah, I think he'll probably get tested. He'll probably get, he'll probably get rocked a little bit. You're bound to. Uh, Wilder's got crazy reach and throws sort of wild hooks. You're bound, you're bound to catch one, aren't you? It's boxing. That's the point. You're going to get hit at some point. Well, you say that, he didn't. Did he even get touched by a glitch? No, not really. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> yeah. like a, the best, one of the best heavyweights of our, certainly the recent generation. Yeah. And he didn't touch him. Yeah, and I mean... There's, there's two ways of looking at it. Wilder's uh, less orthodox, less skilled than Klitschko. So maybe you say, well, he's just going to get outboxed even more. But then on the other hand, you could say because of that unorthodox style, it's more likely that something's going to catch Fury because you're not going to be able to train and practice for that. No, that's a good point. So there are, there are two ways of looking at it. Yeah, it's sort of unexpected. Yeah. The unexpected yeah. from Wilder. But I think, yeah, great fights and... Wish it was on in England. I wish it was in England. I wish we could sit here or go down a pub Saturday night, ten o'clock, fights on. That'd be brilliant. Uh, unfortunately, it's in uh, California, like I say, so it'll be on what five, six in the morning, which is a bit of a shame. Box office as well. I know, and I'm. I don't know. You, I'm not paying to wake up at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> not for this one, anyway. I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong. I really want to see it, but. Uh, you know, I've got bills to pay. <laughs> I can't be smashing out on uh, fight nights every every week kind of thing. There is a lot of boxing going on at the moment, so yeah, I'll watch it somehow. Don't get me wrong, I will find a way of watching it. Yeah, I think yeah, got to, I just can't back to stay up and watch it. No, neither can I. I just want to tape it like the UFC and just watch it in the morning. Yeah, cup of tea. Yeah, but big up Fury. 
Whatever the outcome, he, he's won, isn't he, really? He's back in a world title fight. Yes. He's overcome his biggest demons so far. Hopefully he keeps it up, though. I hope, I hope you don't fall off the, the wagon again and end up in a similar spot to what he was after the Kitschko fight. Yeah, well, he keeps it up. I think because uh, Joshua's out there as well, this wild fight isn't the pinnacle as such. When he beat Klitschko, that was it. That was the pinnacle. His That's biggest undefeated champion. That's a very good point. Now he's going to fight Wilder. If he wins, then he's got to go and fight Joshua. So at least he's still got another target, another goal to aim for. So you think, boy, it's like, well, I've achieved all I need to achieve. What more is there to do? Yeah. And then that's what sent him into a spiral. I think perhaps. so. Yeah, I think that so. Makes yeah. total sense. Isn't it? And um, as much as I like Joshua, I mean, who doesn't, really? Can I see him beating Fury? Probably not. No, I can't. No. And then on the other hand, against Wild, I, I think Joshua beats Wilder, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's more a te- bit more technical, more as te- powerful. Exactly. Can take a punch. Yeah, yeah, we've seen him take punches, haven't we? So, yeah, pulling for a Fury win. I think... Fury will get the win. And then hopefully we see the Joshua fight. Hopefully Eddie Hearn steps aside and lets Joshua just take these fights now. Do you think he'll call him out? I think he'll slag him off, but I don't think he'll call him out. I think he'll say, I'm, I'm the number one champion. He's a shithouse or whatever. I think you're absolutely bang on. He ain't going to call him out. He's just going to take the piss out of him big time, I think, mm-hmm. in front of a worldwide audience. Cool. Yeah, just a dodger. And force Joshua to come and call him out. Yeah, can't not make that fight. Whoever wins, Joshua's got to fight a winner. No he's got to, yeah, he's got to. How, how many more? I mean, I know it's difficult in boxing because you've got mandatory, so I think um, Joshua can't take all the blame for these uh, I don't know, subpar opponents he's fighting because they're mandatory and he's forced to. And if he doesn't fight, they're going to strip his belt and then suddenly he's not the I don't know, free belt holder or whatever it is. Am I right in saying that with mandatories, you you pay them to step aside so you can get the other fight. I think that's an option. I think, yeah, I think that is an option. Uh, but I think more generally, they say you take it or we strip you of the belt. Which is what happened to Fury, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Like think very early on I think, after I think, his win. Um, I, think, uh, I think, if I'm right in saying, after he beat Klitschko, I think the next day they came to him, one of the organisations, and said, right, we've got this mandatory challenger for you. Like the day after, signed this contract to fight him. He was like, that's not that. I'm just like, I'm still on the piss or whatever. <laughs> still celebrating. So he went, all right, and they stripped him. And then he was like, unified champ for like a day or whatever. Yeah. So that's the, that's the one thing with boxing. Uh, maybe gives a little bit of credit to Joshua there, but. Yeah, it's got to be the one, though. It's got to step up, yeah. They've got, they've got to do it. And imagine the 0 2 for that. Not the 0 2, Wembley, rather. Yeah, that'd be yeah, it'd be a stadium. Wembley Stadium, Tyson Fury versus Anthony Joshua. Can you imagine in the summer? Fucking hell. That'd be huge, wouldn't it? That'd be so big. Yeah. But yeah, like we say, Fury versus Wild first this weekend. Go on, Tyson Fury, Gypsy King, get the job done. Hey, I'm all over it. Yes. Go on, son. He's got that one in the bag. Okay, so I think we've uh, covered quite a lot there, haven't we? We've got Beijing out of the way. Got the tough finale done, ticked off. We got Adelaide ticked off. We got Fury Wilder ticked off. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, it threw me a bit on the uh, double preview for next week. Yeah, can't complain though. No, can't complain at all. So more fights the better, really. Yeah, and then after that you got a couple of 
big pay-per-view, so uh, whets the appetite nicely. Yeah, big month coming up, isn't it? Yeah, so on that, I reckon, we'll uh, we'll wrap up. Should we call it? Let's do it. Okay, this is Split Decision UK. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter, at Split Decision UK. Uh, we're on SoundCloud and we're also on iTunes. So if you just search for Split Decision UK on iTunes, you can follow on our podcast. If you uh, would be so gracious as to subscribe and maybe leave a little uh, five-star review. That yeah, leave an excellent well. review. Yeah, why not? Even if you hate it. Even if you hate it, just do us a favour and leave a, leave a good review. That would be much appreciated. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, thank you very much for listening and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.